Okay, it's time for Deep Finesse. Um, obviously a pleasure to talk to Deep Finesse. Uh, he recently won the third season of Terra Mystica Tuesday League that Super Ghostly and I have been running, um, which is just like a remarkably consistent <clears throat> performance in that tournament. He's won all three seasons so far where you have five matches, well, four matches each, uh, to decide the winner, and he's played in the top league in one every time. So he's... This year has been on such good form, been playing amazing, it's been awesome to watch, and he's leading the arena season as well. Um, so a good chance to talk to him after the TMTL season, but talk to him about his play and where he comes from um, in terms of Terra Mystica and other games. So yeah, an interesting conversation, hopefully enjoyable. Um, thanks to him, he joined me and Super Chani. Uh, yeah, so thanks to Peter Deep Finesse for his time. If you're listening to this before Christmas, uh, I hope everyone has a very nice holidays, nice time off. Um, I've really enjoyed making these this year. It's been so fun. I'm really proud of them. I think they're good. Uh, they're good i think they're i'm i'm very happy with them i think they're great uh i hope people have found them interesting uh i love you all um please if you do want to subscribe so you get it you know you can search on podcast apps and subscribe to this if you want to subscribe that would be lovely uh i hope you all have a lovely holiday period wherever you are and a happy new year Enjoy this episode. Woohoo! Deep finesse. Deep finesse. <laughs> I don't think I've ever spoken to you. Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you. Oh, that's right. Do I sound any better, EJ? I'm using, I'm using new headphones and new mic. Is it any different? Than usual. Oh, I think you sound a bit better. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I can hear your your voice. Nice. How um how are you, Peter? Are you good? Yeah, pretty good. How are you? You're you're John. Yeah, I am I am John in real life. Although I feel weird being called that on oh, I see. in Terra Mystica like arenas. Gotcha. Yeah, and by, by the way, my my real name is Jan, which is the equivalent of John in English. Oh, uh... you see, you see there. <laughs> That's actually quite cool. It all comes together. It's all, yeah, it's all linked. It's all planned. What's your first language, Deep Finesse? Are you, are you like a native English speaker? Or? No, I'm from Taiwan, so it's uh, Mandarin. It's Mandarin. Okay, yeah, yeah. And are you there, are you there now? Or are you, where, are you, where are you now and where are you normally? Because you're normally based in the US, is that right? Yeah, I work in Chicago now. Ah, and how long have you been in the US? 
Um, quite a long time. I came to school, uh, I came to grad school like eight, nine years ago. Wow. In 2013. <laughs> <laughs> 2013. Uh, almost nine years ago, yeah. Um, yeah, the day Terra Mystica came out, probably. It came out in 2013, right? Uh, yes, it is actually the year. <laughs> it is actually the year that Terra Mystica came out. Although I wouldn't yeah. uh, come to learn of this game's existence until like uh, another six or seven years later. But no, yes, no, no, it... don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you came to the US so early so you could play Terra Mystica there. Okay, this is the time. That would make for a pretty good story, yeah, but. <laughs> um anyway thanks for doing this we so the i mean this is not the main reason but one of the key people who wanted to get you on the podcast was firexed he was very keen that we get you on so this is this is partly dedicated to firexed oh, was he on the podcast before and then uh, he's not been no he's not been but he just he sent a message saying that he thinks we should have you uh i think i guess partly because of his um his work with you on the international clash he probably realized and the jekyll said the same as they sort of realized what a what an impressive player you are so i think they felt like you'd be a good person to talk to thanks <laughs> shout out to Ninja. yeah yeah it was it was good fun right um so yeah, we. I mean, partly the timing is because you've just won again, Terra Mystica Tuesday League Surprise. season three. No one would believe that. <laughs> yeah, what a what a shock result Mind, that was. Mind's blown, right? Surprise. <laughs> I mean, when you say that, you make it sound like it was a formality, but I mean, he still once again had to beat some of the best players to win. So it is. Yeah, it's just I'm just you know following the running meme around <laughs> that. The, the, that's, no matter what he does, he's always at the winner's interview, even though he's even though he's not playing current game like it was um, at the grand finals. Um, yeah, but we also wanted to just talk about a bit of sort of about you in general and how you play and stuff. Um, but did you did you enjoy yeah. this this season of TMTL? Was this uh, I mean, I, I feel like this was maybe your like clearest win. Like you'd you'd sewn it up before the final week on your bye week. Were you, were you happy with how it went? Um, yeah, I was very excited to like to to come to season three um, because the timing in the previous seasons they weren't like super good. Uh, it was like Tuesday four thirty. Is that was that right? Yeah, I think it was Tuesday, four thirty PM for mm. me. Um, so that was like a bit tough to work out uh, around my work schedule and all. Um, but but this for for season three, I was vacationing back at home in Taiwan. So I think that made a huge difference, really. Like I I had to get up like early in the morning, like five or six AM to play. But I'm usually like kind of a morning person anyway, and um, I think the whole like being on vacation and being in a relaxed mindset and not having to use brain power for much of anything else except for like this <laughs> like this weekly uh event like that I, I think that makes a pretty big difference um mm. like having all my concentration at it um as opposed to like before where i like come off work and 
I'd be tired mentally and like I wouldn't have the capacity to think through some of the lines or to do some of the more difficult calculations. Right. That's yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Do you, do you find, yeah, like a sort of a top level game against, you know, players like that? Do you find it tiring, mentally tiring, physically tiring? Yeah. Yes, for sure. Uh, for, it, it takes a lot of my, out of my brain, I think. <laughs> I, mm. I, yeah, I, I don't like. I, I don't know how the other player, other players feel, but I imagine like they feel pretty much the same to some extent. Like it's pretty taxing to. And Terra Mystica is such a long game, um, like two hours. Um, like I guess you could compare that to uh, the chess game, for example, which like when when you're very intense going at it and you know that your competition is very strong and they're going to like fight you to the very end it's uh <laughs> it's it's thrilling uh, i i greatly enjoy it but i also come out of it like oh i'm so tired i need to go take a nap now mm, mm. so this season season three you beat nerd cube jekyll simon bay and oh how are we pronouncing it? Hafal. Hafal. Raphael or Hafal or however you pronounce it, Rafa. Um, yeah, you, you beat all those guys uh, quite convincingly. 21 points and you won three of your four games and came second in the other. So that is that is about as convincing as it gets. Although... Although actually, you did even better in season two. I'm just looking at the results. Season one was a bit closer. Always a bit hard to say. I mean, at the end of the day, we like distill it down to a final number at the end. But like a lot of the games, they were close. Swing either way. Uh, and even if you look at the games themselves, like a twenty point gap doesn't necessarily mean a runaway game, depending on like the factions and what's going on around six. Um, I guess like if, when you look at season two, I remember uh, maybe two or three, maybe it was even three of the games. Uh, I was like a couple of points, like two points, uh, one, two, three points ahead of Nerd Cube uh, for all three of these games. So that's <laughs> so that that was like where you can see it was super close. Like maybe it was a leech decision or like a priest decision that swung it, um, and or, or just yeah. Um, or just like a sequencing building uh, situation where like does he build the dwelling first or go to trading post first or something? It's like a very tiny decision that could have swung that. Um, and but then that turned out to be like uh, when you translate it <laughs> to uh, to lead points at the end, you, you kind of lose a little bit of line translation. You go like, oh, I'm like twenty points ahead or something, which which is like not not really fair in that regard. <laughs> Um, mm. But like, yeah. But when, when you're talking, if you talk about season three and some of the games where I end up with like a twenty point lead at the end, it's it's like uh, I, I think there was like a Fakir's game and a Doors game, and like kind of those factions like runs you're running away with it, and people know that uh, oh like he he's gonna be five points ahead at the end. Then they kind of give up on digging your hexes, and then and then you get to do like tunneling or flying round six and a dwelling round, and then every extra one of these is like eight points, eight points, eight points, and so it's yeah, it's kind of like was I really twenty points ahead, or like because if I were less than five points, like if it was close and some of my hexes vanished, then it's it's and then it becomes a really close like, and then I could go from all the way from first to like third or fourth, so it's uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's. 
I, I guess all this is just to say that like it looks like a, it looks like a huge win on paper and maybe in some aspects it is but then like there's also a lot of arguments you can bring in that's just a little tiny change like someone makes a snap decision the other way and it could go all go the other way <laughs> yes that is that is yeah very gracious of you to say and i and i agree i think it is a fair point and in fairness to nerdcube he'd mentioned how he'd only lost a lot of the games by a few points and yeah like he said the points is not always an indication of how close games actually are <laughs> yeah it is true in terror definitely yeah yeah um but nonetheless you have done the three peat as they would say in america first three seasons of tmtl three wins which is very cool um do you think like where yeah, the the question we've got him written down is, do you think it's the indicator of the best of the best? How do you compare winning TMTL to, say, winning a Fire 2 Open tournament or winning an arena season in terms of sort of, you know, the ultimate competition? Where do you, how do you think of it? Mm, that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't done the other two yet, so... Are you are you playing in Fire to Open this season? You are playing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's tough. Uh, um. Like I I I'd say it's make me happy to win like any and all of those. So. <laughs> <laughs> but to assign a relative uh, ordering to them is. Uh, like I, yeah, it's a, uh, it's tough. Um, but I, I, like, I don't know. Like the the answer is probably like completely biased. But I put uh, Tuesday League uh, first in terms of uh, how <laughs> how glad I am yes. to have uh, uh, finished the uh, good, good answer. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> Your tournament directors. Fully agree. It's far more important than lesser tournaments like the Fire to Open. Yeah, Dipness is a smart guy. He knows it. What's up? <laughs> Definitely. I, I do like the um. I did, and this is not just because we run it, but when TMTL came in, I do like the sort of different flavor of yeah, having sort of it's more repeatable games but there's not the sort of open element of anybody being able to do it it's good to have these different kind of and then the arena season is just like a really long slog but you're you know arguably mm -hmm. you don't have to play the best i think i like that sort of different flavor of tournaments that we've got going on at the moment i think that's like a nice mm -hmm. variety yeah yeah um I'm, I'm sure someone could come up with like a clever sports analogy or like another games analogy where there's like different circuits uh or like different tournament series uh for but but i struggle to come up one like off the top of my head um but i, I feel like it's kind of like that where you know like people have their different tastes their different strengths uh their different preferences on which tournaments they prefer to play in or prefer to watch and ultimately, it's like we can we can argue about this forever, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and and some people like to, but but some people like to to talk about it. And for me, it's more of a like yeah, it's not really my cup of tea, I guess. To to uh, 
<laughs> to, to have a strong opinion on these type of things. That's fair. That's fair. Because, and that's sure. the other thing that is great about TMTL is we get to see competition at all levels and it's all like excellent competition and it is all just a bit of fun at the end of the day. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do think it's great that there's a huge variety they can choose from. Um, like there, there's Snowman, which I have like completely no interest in at this moment. Um, and then there's like the the leagues, and then there's like the one shot uh, fire to open, um, and then there's the long the long grind arena season. And there's yeah, there's just uh, a lot of ways people can get their fix. I guess is a good word <laughs> of of Terra Mystica, and uh, yeah, and find like a competitive outlet. There's bullet tournaments. And then... <laughs> There's bullet tournament. Yeah, I mean, I said that I don't really like to. Like, I mean, it's. Uh, I'm not really. Uh, in, in. I'm not sure if interest is the right word, but uh, uh, like of ranking these. But uh, I guess we can safely say that bullet tournament is a little lower on the. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. We're wrapping it up. I'm wrapping it this up. This was deep finesse. <laughs> Do not speak ill of Super's bullet tournaments. Yeah, especially since you won one. Yeah, it um, almost goes without saying that Deep Finesse did win his bullet tournament as well. <laughs> of course. Surprise. Okay, uh, speaking of tournaments and various competition, um, I, think, I think we asked a similar question um, to NerdCube. So... Uh, Whatever that that would be, uh, if you were to put, uh, if you were to be put on a single game for the best uh, Terramistica player title of all times, let's say, uh, who wouldn't you want to have on the table from players that are active right now or were active in uh, in the past? Or uh, you say, who would I want to have at the table? Who wouldn't you want? So that it's you know the, the, the hardest possible table for you. Three players that you're most yeah. Most afraid of. Uh-huh. Um Zitcup hmm. will be one. Zitcup? Uh <laughs> that's that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. I haven't played Zitcup in a while though, but I'm looking forward to it. Um yeah, I'm I'm also wondering if I Gets first. I guess Ninja gets first pick in the Fire to Open uh, next. Mm. In the, I think we're doing the what, what's it called? Uh, the group selection next week, um, and Ninja mm-hmm. might get first pick. Uh, but I've got this itch to pick Zigtop uh, in my group. Uh, if I, if uh-huh. I uh, get that choice, so we'll we'll, we'll figure <laughs> see about that. Um, yeah, but I haven't played the guy in uh, in quite a while. I think the last time we played might have been uh, the, the the Fire Two Open last season. Um, oh, I can't quite remember. Does uh, yeah, he does have a pretty stellar record again. Uh, a pretty is not a fair word. He does have an extremely <laughs> stellar <laughs> record against me. Um, yeah, but was it ten, ten, 10 to zero, right, or something? It's currently ten to zero. Yes. Ooh! Wow. Yep. Oh, or zero to ten from my point of view. Yes. Yeah. So uh, maybe maybe we'll fix that someday. 
Yeah. Um, is it? Yeah. Uh, so I guess the cup gets uh, gets a slot uh, just based on the extremely lopsided results uh, we have uh, at the moment. Right. Um, he also plays really fast, which is amazing because, uh, like, I think I'm a pretty fast player myself. Um, and uh, but then when I'm like trying, like when I have to do more calculation uh, to make sure or like double check my double check my thinking. Uh, and make sure to like think uh, an extra move or two ahead. Then I slow down pretty drastically. I go like two to 20, 25 minute range. Whereas Zip Cop's like always in the six to eight minute range, <laughs> almost. Mm. He's like, yeah, I, I like, I, <laughs> I'm not sure if he like doesn't care as much or his brain just functions that way. Or he's like, yeah, I'm just going to make the moves and see what happens. Um, yeah, yeah, he's, and, he's always, uh, he's, he's just always drunk and he just mo makes moves and that's it. Yes, and uh, in our little universe, it's worked for him ten times out of ten. So that's uh, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I guess for the other two players, uh, I'm gonna pick based on like how I think people are playing currently. And uh, for me, in that case, it's uh, it's Nerdcube and Zevok, um, who are like always more. Like I feel this extra. Oh, I'm, I've got to work extra hard to beat them uh, when when they show up at my table. <laughs> like extra, extra hard. I need to go one more level <laughs> to 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 affect them or to like uh, yeah to to get to get an edge. Mm. Yeah, too bad both of them didn't qualify for far to open. Although I'm not sure Nerdcubes even tried or did he? No, he didn't auto qualify, right? Nerd keeps not playing on far to open this season. Yeah, much to Bizzo's disappointment, I guess. But mm. <laughs> that's that's okay. It's also not as uh, I think Bizzo's like yeah he he's saying that he's sad, but uh, it's also great to have like uh, new people and uh, in a way it's like making new friends too, like playing against uh, more people and you know getting to know them through the game, which is admittedly a very narrow way of getting to know a person, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you feel like you know, you get you get to know people, and it's it's fun. Yeah, uh, no, Cube doesn't like lakes much either. How do you like lakes? Is that are you keen on that map? Um, I I think it's okay. Uh, the the thing I don't like about it much is the lack of landscapes. Oh uh, yeah, by by it I mean the Fire Two tournament setting is this season. Um, yeah, I just feel. Like yeah, without landscapes, it's kind of hard to to put giants or fakirs or orns in. Um, like you run the risk of creating a very lopsided like zero to thirty bid, and and also just without landscapes, it feels um, it, it feels not as comfortable to play these faction. I guess like I, I feel like there are a lot less lines. Uh, you're really stuck to like a couple of scoring lines, and you don't have that much flexibility in playing these factions. So it's not just like like them being underpowered sort of prevents me from putting them in the auction, but also the fact that I feel like there's less lines uh, open for them to play to score well um, makes an impact on which factions uh, like I feel comfortable putting into the auction. And in general, I do like having a more like a wider ranging of choices available, so like having the four full t fourteen factions, like I I put any of them, and depending on which one I feel like playing uh, under the given setup, 
Uh, I do like those kind of games more um, as opposed to like feeling like, yeah, there is a narrower range of selection. Because on that, I think around, it would have been around maybe the first Fire 2 Open tournament last year, maybe. Was that was that the first one you played in? I think you got a bit of a reputation for putting in slightly weird color wheels and and maybe putting in sandwiched factions was there a sandwich in the final is that right am i remembering that right with sprockets was that the game with you and sprockets and i think it was a qualifier game uh, no not a qual- maybe like a round one game uh like one of the earlier games yeah but there was like a sandwich there was like a gigantic sandwich with like mermaids uh witches, maybe mermaids witches engineers and chaos um yeah and like uh well well, a couple things Uh, i think that was quite a long time ago like uh (laughs) a year ago maybe yeah that that was a long time ago where i didn't uh, fully appreciate how annoying it is to have both gray and green um and uh yeah but then i was like uh I was looking for some fireworks and I did get, uh, well, not, not really fireworks, but more of a lucky break for things to go my way. Um, and I, I got that, I think, from the opening placement. But, um, like, I, I, I'd i say, like, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm pretty neutral to, like, chaotic, like, chaotic color wheels and color sandwiches. Uh, with the caveat that as long as each faction have, like, reasonable uh or at least like semi-reasonable openings to play um because i feel like the the like for me currently the one of the unfun aspects of terra mystica is if you're stuck opening like tempo one dwelling um and then and then round two you're like okay you take double dig you build a couple dwellings but then like your your line becomes like very narrow and uh because of how stunted your early development was um, and, uh, I feel like even in many sandwich, like super sandwiches you get, you do have these type of situations, uh, that's not uncommon in which every faction have an opening that they can play and can develop and can build an economy. Um, and they can get a ball rolling and everyone can play a game. Uh, and then it's in the mid game, like rounds three and four, where you start to get these like super tensions where everyone's like grabbing hexes and trying to make sure that they claim their town spot or claim their expansion or claim like a key hex to get somewhere. And uh, I feel like that's pretty fun. Uh, but uh, like that sort of comes with the caveat that round one goes okay uh, for all the factions. And at that time, I didn't really appreciate that with. Uh, with gray and green on base map, that's kind of hard. <laughs> that's kind <laughs> of a tall uh, for for round one to go okay for all the factions and, and yeah. But you will so, still you're still not averse to making a, a color sandwich mm-hmm. if you think every faction has play, for example. Mm-hmm. You'll still yes. make that. Yes, yes, um, and I, I do think it allows for like more unexplored situations or openings, uh, especially like. Uh, I think there's like perhaps the F2 placement for gray on base map, for example. Like if it forces people to to like explore these openings and and uh, and then like maybe in the in some situations going F2 does have play and then you can take like temp ship and do a double dig or something. Uh, like yeah, I'd be uh, like the, I, I love those situations. Like I love uh, like exploring kind of like having the opening be kind of odd. 
Uh, but like odd, but everyone has like a reasonable opening. Yeah, thing. Like, like the dwellings are weird places, but everyone has like Temple 2 dwellings or something, or they have a stronghold and they did a couple of flights or a couple of sandstorms and they're like, okay, yeah, I can play this game. <laughs> Just that the dwellings are not where I'm used to seeing them, but but that's that's like what I love about the game. <laughs> mm, yeah, a bit of variety. Was it you who opened uh, two trading posts to dwellings on Fire to Open? On Fire and Ice uh, Map? Yeah, I think I think we did that in the international clash. Oh, all oh, right, right. Yeah, um, and then we With lost Oren. to Swanling, if I remember correctly, um, because we yeah jumped that was to, the first game. Yeah, we might have like jumped too early to Orans or something, um, but yeah, it was like a two temple, two dwelling opening. Uh, yeah, I I just <laughs> love these uh, like kind of kind of weird quirky quirky stuff. Do you also like playing those because you played Auron in the International Clash, you played Halflings as well and played them a bit differently. Do you like playing the sort of lesser factions and yeah, coming up with good lines for those as well? Um yeah, I, I wouldn't say like necessarily lesser factions, like but what? Huh? <laughs> no, no, no. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Right. Like yeah, like halflings are not. Lesser faction, they're solidly B plus or A minus faction. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, I, I think, uh, well, I mean, like, the, the, like there's not that uh, big of a, how do you put it? Like, there's not that big of a universal term, like, the, the number of openings that are, that are re- like good or reasonable, or I, I think they're like pretty. Uh, like they're they're known, we know them. Uh, and uh, I guess in the recent years, uh, like I'm not very sure about the uh, history, um, but like people have been exploring more with like two uh, double tempo openings, um, and then there's like dwelling rush. Uh, but like dwelling rush, but not limited to uh, not limited to mermaids or like green. Um, like doing a dwelling rush with halflings, uh, doing a dwelling rush with like darklings, alchemists, uh, that type of thing. Um, or like sometimes a temple, uh, I'm sorry, a trading post opening, uh, like, uh, like a three trading post opening for nomads. That's also like pretty well known. Um, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sorry. I, I lost the thread. Uh, what was the, <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I guess it's <laughs> the, the, like, the thing is like, people know these, uh, but it's more of a, like, but like, um, how do I put it? They're just not there. People know that they exist, but they're just not played out uh, as much. I think so. I uh, so like for me, it's pretty fun to to explore them and uh, to do them while I get a chance uh, and and to see what it goes. Yeah, I guess a couple of weirder ones would be like uh, like hard dig. Uh, some of the hard dig uh, dwelling rush openings open like five dwellings uh, with uh, green or something like brown. Um, and those can be uh, those can be like pretty interesting too, where you you just like expand in a, a sort of a weird way in round one, and it kind of like throws everyone off a bit. They're like, okay, so now you're here, and you've built your dwellings here, you've claimed these spots, okay, and then and then like, what do we where do we go from here? And that gets uh, a little more unexpected. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. So it's kind of that unexpected factor that you're yeah you sort of have your advantage on when you're if everybody's in unfamiliar territory i guess that's where the good 
the good players can really show their skills and their ability. Yeah, I think I try to like push it in that direction uh, whenever I can, like as long as uh, it's not like a huge point penalty or something for, for doing that. And then this is sort of linked to, I guess you you did mention it there, the history side of things. So, um, because you because is it true to say that you've not actually been playing for that long compared to some of like um nerd cube and rani or the guys who the sort of top players who we've spoken to for this before who have been playing for many many years when did you start playing because i was i only saw i was only sort of aware of you maybe in the start of this year even in one in the fire to open stuff yeah about uh 18 months ago now so it was like last may last june so about one and a half years um and then I think uh, like there were a lot of like sort of level ups along the way, um, but I think I became like a competitive uh, like in the five six hundred range uh, sometime around uh, this time last year, like November December last year. Mm, and and had you you'd never like heard, you'd never played Terra Mystica? Had you heard of it before? Was it just all totally new um, last yeah, year? I've never, I've never heard of the game before. Like. Uh, uh, before May last year, um, I was like a pretty big uh, board game person, uh, I'd say. But yeah, it's—I I guess there's there's a lot of board games to choose from, and <laughs> for some reason, I've just never really crossed paths with Terra. Okay, and do you do you play other games in a similarly? I'm just looking at your BGA account. You've played two thousand seven hundred games. My gosh, how many of mm-hmm. them are Terra Mystica? A good chunk of it is Terra, maybe like oh, a thousand. Yeah, that's impressive. But a lot of role for the galaxy. Do you play other games to sort of a similar? Do you find you're competitive in those? Do you do you play them competitively at all, or is it more for fun? Uh, for for board game arena, not really. No, um, I did play two other games competitively, like previously. Other like they've kind of fallen on the wayside. Uh, I played Bridge that when I was an undergrad. Um, that, was, that was pretty nice. Uh, and then I played Magic uh, when I was in grad school, uh, Magic Gathering. Um, and uh, the nice part about both of these is there were a lot of tournaments, uh, like in-person tournaments. Um, and then and then I was always able to like find a group of friends uh, and to to go to the tournaments with. Um, so that made uh, the the whole like competing aspect a lot more fun, uh, like a little bit of travel and then like just uh, going to tournaments and then like talking about the games uh, and then talking about uh, talking about the games afterwards, like at dinner and all that. Like that was uh, that was that was great. I really <laughs> enjoyed that. Mm. The um, yeah, I do. I I really like the way you talk. So the my like one of my favorite i'm gonna say it's one of the best moments of my year this year was mm. listening to you and Nerdcube commentate on the sort of the end stages of that um fire to open mm-hmm. final with ninja that was just mm-hmm. <laughs> it was such a good day it was so good and then you saying like um the tournament director is looking up the rules because it's a tie 
Uh, mm-hmm. and there's that reveal but that whole game you'd both been great and i think you're like a great you're a great pairing and Nerdcube goes off on like long rants um about whatever about temples or about how engineers should build their sanctuary and you're i think the main thing is you it really shows how you play because you are able to follow all four players on the table and sort of predict what they're going to do, what their position is, why they're strong. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is what I find really impressive watching you like commentate on a game is you can just, the way mm-hmm. you can follow it all is, is extremely impressive. That's not a question. That's just, uh, <laughs> that's just a thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, I, um, like, I, I feel like part of it is not a very, uh, how do you put it like not very deliberate uh i guess deliberate is not quite a right word like uh not it's not fully conscious uh that that i'm doing like i like know i'm doing it but i i feel like i've automated a lot of those processes um and a lot of it comes from like cross training through playing other games um especially like like my bridge days and my magic days a lot of it was like pay attention to what the opponent was doing and like trying to make sure that you're just uh, exactly like one level above them like if they're going for uh, like to to dumb it down to like the paper scissors rock analogy if they're like doing paper then you make sure you go scissors to counter their uh counter their strategy um and like uh so so i feel like there's like the the game rules and all that of course that doesn't translate but the whole way of thinking behind it i i feel like uh i've got a lot of that um automated and it just makes the whole process easier um and then terra there's this additional challenge of having to hold four of those well like three of those threads in my head uh, because there's like three, three different opponents now with their own agendas uh and uh yeah i think uh it's 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 been like very fun and challenging so far and what i love about the game too and that level of following all the other opponents, you're doing that when you're playing your own games, when you're playing an arena game. Are you, are you following along with other people to the same level, do you think, that you do while you're casting or, or watching a game? Um, I think it's easier to follow when I'm playing uh, as opposed to, to when I'm casting um, or, or when I'm streaming, for that matter, um, because, uh, like, Super's... Uh, kindly invited me to to do a couple of streams on Terra Mystery Cats. And it's been it's it's been challenging. Like just talk like <laughs> the fact that talking and uh <laughs> I, I don't know, it's a, it's a hard for me to sync the thinking part of my brain with the talking part of my brain. And it just like confuses me to no end. So it's it's a lot easier than like to to follow along everyone's uh, everyone's game plan when I'm just playing and then uh, there's no other um, I, I'd say yeah distractions so to speak uh, like even when casting like the the whole the whole point is that well not really like that, there's there's one point of having to follow everyone's game plan and explaining it but there's also the other point of like sort of being entertaining being engaging with the audience. And uh, yeah, and all that is a huge distraction for me. Well, I, I think Super would agree, but it definitely doesn't seem, it doesn't appear like the talking part is hard for you when you've done those streams because you you uh, like yep. give up, you divulge an amazing amount of insight and you, you really don't, 
you know, I, you can say super, but I think you super was expecting to maybe have to prompt you a bit more or, or like request for information, but he just, he just sets you off and you go. It's great. You're like, you seem extremely natural at it. Yeah. Um, I was, I was actually af afraid of interrupting you. you know? Yeah. I think part of it is just accepting that there's going to be a ton of mistakes and whether what I say or like during the game or like, like if I'm streaming it, it's gonna be both. Um, like and just accepting that when I go and rewatch the game, I'd be like, oh, I didn't think of this like during the game. Like, I actually didn't think about it. Not that I didn't say it, uh, because uh, I didn't have time to process that part yet. Or like, or or going back to rewatching the stream and be like, oh, I said all these lines and they don't make any sense, but I was just like spewing things because uh, <laughs> because it's coming like unfiltered right through from from what I'm thinking to like what I'm saying out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's the good thing about a stream in a way, though, is you want to get yeah, you just want to see the uh, the the uh, thinking that goes behind when you watch yeah some of the great players doing their streams. So yeah, um, are you are you keen to do any more after having dipped your toe with the Terra Mystery Cats account? Are you gonna are you keen to do more streaming? It feels like a more once in a while kind of like it's it's pretty fun type of thing. But uh, like, yeah, I'm, I'm solidly in the once in a while camp right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Our doors are open. <laughs> That's great. Is it is it worth mentioning, Super, that you, that if anybody else wants to do a guest stream, the door is open? Could, should we say that here? Oh, is definitely. Uh, yeah, because I'm pretty sure I I haven't mentioned that uh, enough times. So whoever wants to stream a game or try to stream a game. Or has a has an, any idea for a stream? Just just reach out to us on our Discord server or on Board Game Marina, and we'll be happy to have you. To arrange all all the all the stuff. Although our uh, our technical possibilities are limited, as some people noticed. But yeah, I'm doing my best. Uh, feel free to just reach out to us, and we we can certainly work something out. So go ahead, go ahead, streamers. Everyone is welcome. Everyone is welcome. That's what's been good about TMTL is getting loads of random people streaming and more people streaming. It's been really fun. It's been, yeah, it's it's great to see. I think it's cool. I think it's a it's a pretty amazing way to like build a community too. Uh, I'm not very familiar with other board games, but I'm not sure if uh, like other board games already have this type of thing. I I guess, um, like I guess some of the bigger board games, uh, perhaps they do like Agricola, uh, Catan. Uh, probably mm -hmm. they do have this uh, to some extent. Now that I think about it, um, but yeah, I feel like uh, what what we have going in uh, Terramistica, it's uh, it's very nice to to have uh, this sort of uh, community around it, and then it's based and then it's like built around uh, like uh, the tournaments that people run, and then like the streaming and all that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Everyone does a good job, and yeah, I think the play is good. I, um, that's true. Actually, we've got these um exhibition matches. Are you going to join for any of the single shot pickup TMTL matches that I've been posting about Deep Finesse? It's uh, is it usual time of the Tuesday leagues, right? Yeah, it, I, I guess it, I. Oh no, it's actually a little later because it's not a Premier League time slot. Yeah, I think I would be able to like 
or uh that that is much more uh much less taxing on my on my work schedule like uh i think 6 30 uh central my time so yeah i think i i definitely join those uh if my evenings are free yeah just while while we're here and advertising stuff i will say if you come to the tmtl discord we are planning to run over the winter although i don't know when this will get released so i don't know but we are planning to run some single night tmtl style games so we'd love to have people join and play those all good fun yeah all good fun and um are you gonna defend your crown in season four of tmtl are you gonna go for the fourth win hopefully if the timing works out yeah i'm not uh i'm not exactly sure what my work situation will be uh, i think when it starts back up in february probably so we'll, we'll see but uh, as long as the, the time works out uh yeah i'll be i'll be back <laughs> Do we move the Premier League for the for the reigning champion? That's a question we have to think about. Soon. Yeah, scheduling <laughs> is hard. We'll see. Yes, scheduling is hard. This is true when you're trying to schedule worldwide things. Have patience with us, people. We're trying our best. It's like, yeah, it's not like a couple of hours apart. It's like, wow, across the world. That's, that's pretty amazing, man. <laughs> That y'all got the uh, the New Zealand league running and then the Asia league running and uh, yeah that's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, New Zealand league is great that they yeah they got they managed to get enough players for it. It's been good, but yeah, it's really cool when you have people all around the world playing either playing together or yeah sort of doing these tournaments simultaneously. It's good. I've I've got a question that is. Um, not related, actually, probably to anything that we've we've talked about so far. Uh, but the question is, uh, how would you uh, describe your gameplay in Terra Mystica? Because uh, I've got this feeling that I do not entirely know. I'm not entirely aware of uh, because there, there's so many great players, right? And people sometimes refer to them, oh, this guy is like this, this is this guy is amazing at this, or whatever. And I'm 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 having a hard time to distinguish, you know, the uh, particular particular details of gameplay of particular players. So uh, it's it's probably pretty hard to talk about yourself and your own game. Uh, but how would you describe it? What are your uh, what are the most important aspects of of your gameplay? What, what do you put most emphasis on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's kind of a hard question. Uh, like, I guess let me let me think about this sure. in real time. <laughs> uh, like so when you talk about someone's style and say chess, yeah. like perhaps they're like an attacking player. Or perhaps they're like a drawish player, like they always go for the draw. Um... Oh, by the way, uh, so uh, I'll give you give you a sec to think about it because I just um, I just remember that uh, right now uh, Magnus Carlson was playing in the uh in the World Chess Championship, and on one of the streams, uh, somebody said or mentioned that someone else said uh, at some point that there are three types of chess players. Uh, once uh, the first uh-huh. the first group is the uh, scientific, I think 
they called them. So they're uh, entirely focused on the uh, on the mathematical aspect of the game. So like, okay, this this move, I benefit, you know, like mathematically uh, from this particular move. And they go for the best possible lines in terms of, you know, how they calculate things. Uh, the other, the others would be the artists. I think they said so. They try, they follow, you know, more creative, creative play style. They focus on more uh, psychological aspects, maybe, of the game. And the third, third ones would be the uh, the guys that um, the competitors that uh, uh, that uh, thing of chess as just as just a sport, and they want to win, uh, you know, by all means, you know. So I'm not, I'm not sure if that can. Yeah. Okay. If, if, that, if, that, if that can be said the same about Tremistica. The, the psychological aspect. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty applicable to mm-hmm. like all games and sports. Um, the more psychological aspect. But there's also the more like playing style. Like uh, I say we can put it as the more technical aspect. Like do you... Uh, or, like, and that maybe goes back to like the chess analogy of are you more of an attacker or like... Uh, or, or like, like a flamboyant attacker, or do you like go for a one pawn advantage and try to cling on to that into the end game, or like do you go for the draw or that type of style? Um, yeah, but thinking through all that, uh, I'm not, I'm still not sure how to translate it to uh, <laughs> to Terra terms. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, I, I feel like I'm uh, a very scientific type. In that, uh, like, uh, I'll do, uh, like, if not during the game in the moment, I'll do, like, calculations afterwards. Um, I'm like, okay, so this line was uh, eight points, for example, and then the other line was six points, uh, as it turned out. Uh, so, like, this this works better. Um, and uh, one thing I put a lot of emphasis on is, like, grabbing key hexes. So that's kind of how I approach the game. Uh, like, currently is, uh, like, sort of in my mind, I look at a map and I go like, okay, so in this game, like, these these are the key hexes for my game plan. Okay. Um, and then, like, maybe I have a backup plan, but, like, sort of these, uh, like, I sort of try to light them up in my mind and go like, okay, so how do I upgrade my structures or send my priests or spend my resources in a way that gets me uh that that gets me possession of these like two three hexes that I really really okay. want in this game um yeah, so that's a sort of how I say I center my gameplay around uh and then sometimes so that means like uh not uh so so like uh like in some ways, it could be construed as an aggressive style because, uh, but I think that's only because, because there's four players in a game, and like sometimes your key hexes will just overlap with other people's key hexes or their home hexes. But like, I'm not trying to attack anyone in particular. I'm just like, it's more of a I, like I want those, <laughs> and and like, <laughs> it doesn't matter if anyone else wants those. But I'm gonna play the game so that. I get what I want, and, and yeah, and then I, I get that, uh, like, sometimes it just uh, manifests itself as a more attacking strategy. Um, but overall, how that plays out, I guess, is, uh, like, uh, perhaps not sending a priest to coat, because I'll need, I'll no, I know that I need this for, uh, to upgrade shipping, for example, so I get to my hex, 
or like not taking a coins action because I know that I need to build a bridge to claim this key hex or like or that or like not upgrading a trading post or like not building a temple or like building a temple but grabbing uh air two or like a resource uh, a resource favor for example because I know that uh, like one turn or two turns later that resource is going to translate into securing that hex ahead of other people. No hard feelings. I want this hex. It's not personal. I'm taking this hex. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. That is uh, exactly my philosophy. Um, I have a suggestion. So maybe for every single game, you just type in the chat which which hexes you want, and then nobody will call you aggressive. You know, and everyone will be on the same page. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I guess you. I could like write them down. And, yeah, I could like write down. Say, okay, I'm gonna write this. I'm gonna write the hexes I want down on a piece of paper and put it away. And so, like after the game, when I show you, you'll know that I was like, it wasn't personal. I just really wanted these hexes from the start of the game. I'm gonna use that when I steal people when I steal people's lunches from the fridge at work. <laughs> It's not personal. <laughs> I just wanted your lunch, so I've taken your lunch. But it's not because I don't like you. It's just that the lunch looked nice, so it's like, fine. Like, yeah, you come, you come into work in the morning, you go like, yeah, I just came into work this morning. I thought about my day. And I'm like, yeah, to make my day go smoothly, I really want to get this lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> to make my day go smoothly. You just grab a pencil. You just grab a pencil and sign every single lunchbox. Like, mm -hmm. okay. So from now on, it's mine, and it's marked. It's just to make my day go smoothly. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so one important question. Do you like the printer meme? <laughs> Do you enjoy the meme? Yeah, it's it's, it's super fun. Right? Yeah, I find it very really, really Um. Yeah, that's. I, I guess that's all I can say about it. <laughs> like any meme, it's great when it becomes more of a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah true. Super. Do you want to? Should we do the quick fire round? Do you want to? Do you want to explain the yeah. quick fire round and do it? Uh, so, as I messaged you earlier, uh, we've got a little game planned for you. And the rules are pretty simple. Mm -hmm. They're actually very simple. Uh, we're going to give you a set of... Mm -hmm. uh, these are not technically questions. These are, uh, I think, 16. Why there are 16, not 15 or 20? Never mind. So we've got 16 pairs. Um, <clears throat> the options are A or B. And you've got to choose one. Okay, so I uh, we tell you A or B, and you choose one of them. And... The premise or the you know conditions on which you choose them are entirely up to you. So, for example, if we uh, give you the option of choosing one of the two factions, you just get to pick the one that you like more. Or as as like you 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 will never mm -hmm. be able to play the other one again. Okay, so you know uh, you, you get to choose one. Or if there are you know two people, let's say um, you can say like, okay, this guy had more influence on me. I watched more of his games or you know, whatever, whatever you feel like. Okay, so these are actually up to you to choose, but mm -hmm. you get to choose one of them. Uh, but I think we're gonna give you one mm -hmm. uh, to make you feel more comfortable. Uh, we're gonna give you one skip 
one skip, and okay. so we can skip one question. Okay, out of these sixteen. But you, you 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 do not know the questions in advance, so you either use it or you wait until the very end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, EJ, would you? Uh, how about we do it one by one? Why don't you start? One by one. Okay. So the first one is gray factions or black factions. Gray factions. Easy. Very quick answer. Um, well, I, I just kind of said that, but uh, they're, they're kind of equal to me, I think, <laughs> now that I think about it. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Grey Factions, because their landscapes are more amusing to use. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but now, now that I think about it, uh, I kind of like all four of them. Okay. I like about the same. Uh, next, landscapes or expansion scoring? Oh, uh, landscapes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is hard. But uh, I was just saying how sad that uh, F2O doesn't have landscapes. Um, but yeah, I think on balance, landscapes, uh, party, because I, I love expansion scoring, but sometimes it just becomes a, a little redundant with, uh, with uh, map scoring, like right. uh, network scoring. And... Uh, also, I think like for some factions, uh, like it's also hard to go after the the expansion scoring without without having the the landscapes in play first. Like for cures, for example, uh, they do need uh, to expand a bit and get more resources so they can make a play at uh, like for example, stronghold sanctuary scoring. They need to put up their stronghold and they need a lot of coins for that and the landscape helps a lot so so in some way you can kind of view well like i, I kind of view the landscapes as a prerequisite to uh to the expansion scoring being uh being the fun nice. thing okay inkjet or laser jet uh inkjet uh because my printer is inkjet <laughs> that's that's awesome <laughs> Um, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars? Lord of the Rings, because uh, because there we don't need it because, but yeah. And uh, this this is a little more negative. But I just don't feel like the recent Star Wars uh, films that came out really like I, I don't feel a strong connection to them, and so uh, whereas like Lord of the well. Yeah, so Lord of the Rings, this uh, the the trilogy is uh, still it's so great, and <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, let's skip that because I don't okay. really know. <laughs> um, Fire Two O or Terra Mystica Tuesday League? Oh, I think we answered this already, but uh, we're gonna go TMTL. <laughs> sure, uh, pizza or burger. Ooh, this is more of a neither for me, but uh, oh. I guess burgers, if, uh, yeah. Okay, so what would you prefer rather than those two? Um, anything Asian, really. Uh, like <laughs> uh, rice-based dishes. Uh, um, yeah, but... Uh... What's, the best, what's the best Taiwanese dish? Hmm. There's uh there there there's a lot. Uh, one one I like a lot is uh dim sum, like uh those. What would you put these? These are perhaps like more Hong Kong style like snacks, 
uh, and then there's like those uh, steamed little, little steamed dumplings. Um, mm. And the famous one is xiaolongbao, uh, those with uh, I think little soup dumplings. Um, and yeah, those those are I love those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, soup dumplings. Oh yeah, so good. Uh, what are we on? Oh, ice maidens or yetis? Uh, yetis. I think they're, yeah, I, I don't have much experience with either of them, but I think from my understanding right now, Yetis are more flexible. They have a wider range of game plans. So I'll go with Yetis. Have you, um, have you played much? So, yeah, so have you played much expansion factions? And then what do you think, because this is something we're considering at the moment, is you know whether they should be in TMTL, do you think they have a place in sort of tournament play if in like now or in the near future? Yeah, I haven't played much uh, myself and I think they could work well in TMTL, but uh, reading a lot of other people's opinions, it seems like uh, uh, most people view them as too volatile, especially the volcanic actions. Um, so like I'm, 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 I'm on the fence on that. But, uh, like, myself personally, I think I like the variety um, and just the general unpredictability and, uh, like, <laughs> lack of exploration uh, in, this, uh, in, in those spaces. But it, but it could be that uh, the design of the faction is a little too, um, I don't know, like, maybe a little too abrasive on the part of the volcanic factions. So... Like I think definitely it's worth a try and see, uh, <laughs> see, see how people like, like what the reception. Is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. Um, next one: cats or dogs? Cats, because they take uh, they they're more independent <laughs> they don't uh, yeah you don't really need to take that much care of them compared to dogs um fire one or earth two fire one um because it's three more co- it's three coins <laughs> it's good insight <laughs> he is a genius after all <laughs> he really knows his terror mystica yeah <laughs> <laughs> three is more than one. <laughs> We're not gonna argue with that. Uh, board game arena, arena champion, or fire to open champion? Uh, fire to open champion. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Where was I? I? I'm afraid I've already offended Bizzo too much. So we're gonna say fire. We're gonna go <laughs> fire to open champion with uh, with this one because there is no one to to offend uh, <laughs> with this answer. Uh, Rinsfong, <laughs> maybe Rinsfong is really angry now. He's... Well, perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> How are you doing in this arena season? The lakes. Woodlands. No, wait, what are we on? Oh, we're on Fjords with Landscapes. How are you getting yep, on? Landscapes. Um, I think I've parked at a good place. Uh, we'll, we'll see in a month, I think. Uh, there's still like a month left, but uh, yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> I think I've managed to camp at a good location. So <laughs> I think I'll be, like, it'll, be, it'll be enough. 
Yeah, too bad. You can't you, you you can't play arena anymore for like thirty days or something. Yes, yes. I admit that uh, my need for like my fix of Terra Mystica is proving to be somewhat of a challenge. Uh, but also, <laughs> but also, my friend claimed the arena champion in Race for the Galaxy, actually, of all things, uh, last season. And then so he, uh, so uh, we've also got this little like you know, there's like an experience point system in board game arena. And it's a little silly, but like he jumped me because of uh, his number one uh, in arena last season. So I'm like, okay, I've got, I've got to, I've got to get back ahead of him. And so we're gonna, we're gonna camp here for a while. <laughs> uh, nice, nice. Well, good luck with the rest of the season. Even though, yeah, your good luck is just camping. Um, oh, this is a very important question: milk first or cornflakes first? Corn flakes first. I had to think about it because I usually don't think about it when I do. But yeah, corn flakes first. Super, what do you do? Does anyone put milk first? Uh, Is that a thing? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. It's a thing. Yeah, when I was younger, my father used to pour milk uh, into my bowl like the evening before the day that I was eating so that it's not, you know, cold. So it's like... Uh, it's got a good temperature and it will just lay down there and wait for me. So, yeah, that's where I just, I, I had milk first always and then I put cornflakes in. <laughs> wait, but can you, so you leave it out in the, like, does it not go off? Does it go off if you leave it out of the fridge? No, turned out, no. Is it really cold outside or or, or something? Well, if you pull it directly from fridge, right, and you pour it, it's cold. And when I was younger, my father didn't want me to get a cold, so that was one way to you know to fight it. Oh, ah. and did you get colds? Um, from milk, <laughs> never, never from milk. You never got well, well. It works then. Yeah, fair point. There we go, everyone. Yep. Milk first is the way forward. Wow. How All right. Interesting. We're learning so much. This Carry one. on. Rainier or Zorus? Um, hmm. Let's go with. Uh... <laughs> you can skip if you don't want to offend anyone. It's being recorded. Remember, but you know you can you can always you know uh, give an argument why. Yeah, um, we're go we're gonna go with Rainier, uh, but this is more of a recency thing because uh, Zorus hasn't been playing very much recently, and uh, yeah, I I like I didn't really grow up on his because I know a lot of people grew up on Zorus's streams and his great YouTube videos, um, and so they're gonna pick Zorus hands down. But uh, I just have more interaction with Rainier nowadays, so <laughs> I'm gonna go Rainier. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, four to go. Here we go. We're getting there. Uh, oh, this is kind of a, a super question as well, but casting games or playing bullets? Casting games. Oh, no. Damn it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Cast, uh, yeah, they're, they're both pretty good. They're both great. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be between casting games and streaming. Uh, and for that, it's like handstand casting. 
because uh, yep. like because of oh talking is a huge distraction thing. Um, and then when you're casting, it's okay because you don't have to live with the the consequence of your errors. You're just gonna go like, oh, I think this guy's gonna upgrade like three trading posts, and then you're completely wrong, but it doesn't matter because everyone's gonna forget about it in five minutes. Uh, but if you're in the game, then you have to live with like, oh no, you have a terrible score at the end because you just upgraded three trading posts and it was wrong. So that just makes casting a lot lower stakes uh, for the caster in terms of like whatever comes out of your mouth. Um, yeah. But uh, but bullets bullets are great too because uh, yeah yeah like you uh, I don't know they like they gave you your fix of Terra Mystica but like you don't have to make a two hour commitment you're just like bam there it is yeah I I feel like being wrong is is a huge part of casting games I think it, yeah that's what that's what yeah. usually happens that's the best part yeah yeah okay. Um, you you kind of answered that already, I think. Uh, so, late evenings or early mornings? Early mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah, already touched on. Already touched on. Or, yes, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, a bit. Um, and I think it also comes a bit with age. Uh, like, going... <laughs> I don't know, I'm, uh, like, past 30, so... Uh, it's like yeah, the mornings start to look more and more attractive as you get over that. I think, <laughs> and the evenings start to get less and less attractive. Uh, Chris Bizzle or Chris Evans? Chris, Chris Evans, because he's so cool. So this is an interesting question. I assume you're talking about the actor super when you wrote this. Yeah. Uh, which also means that Chris Bizzle isn't so cool, right? <laughs> That's the other way to think about it. Chris Bizzle is cool, but Chris Evans is so cool. Does that make sense? Yep, it does. That's perfect. Wait, perfect sense. DJ, you said that Super's talking about the actor. Who else would he be talking about? Well, because in the UK, I think most people, well, I don't know, it depends what age you are maybe, but Chris Evans is like a radio DJ in the UK who was sort of quite famous in the 90s and prevent, presents breakfast radio. And he sort of like had, he was sort of very famous in the 90s, but still is around now. So when I hear Chris Evans, I think of Chris Evans. He he presented Top Gear for like two seasons when Top Gear came back. If people watch uh, Top Gear, they might have seen that. I have not. I think worldwide, the other Chris Evans <laughs> is more famous. <laughs> anyway. Yes, so cool. <laughs> um, the last question. <clears throat> deep fitness or deep witness? Deep fitness. Deep fitness sounds like, a, you know, more asper, aspirative, is that a word? Uh, like more of a goal you can you know aspire to, whereas deep witness I don't know what <laughs> I, I I don't know like who really wants to be a deep witness. You have to go into hiding now because like the mobs are after you or something. But uh, yeah, I think we can all strive to be deep witness, a uh, deep fitness. <laughs> yeah, because f for those who don't know, um, there are two guys that created alt alt accounts or maybe they're their primary accounts called deep fitness 
who plays games and the witness is always there to spectate them so <laughs> yeah well is that is that for like so deep witness does not play any game when it's just spectates that is so committed to like you know yeah yeah <laughs> that is amazing let me just check real quick i've played one game so far five days ago okay. <laughs> same person it could certainly be the same person might uh, be that is that is an amazing play on words and amazing commitment does your username come from anywhere particular or is it just is it just a sort of a thing um yeah it's a it's a thing in bridge um so it's kind of like uh it's it's like a silver in bridge so kind of like a chest over i guess except that uh in in bridge like different from chess, chess like there's just a play of the pieces whereas uh the game bridge there's like two parts of the game there's like the bidding and then there's the play of the cards so and, and then like because there's uh because it's not op open information there's extra challenges for a computer to get good at bridge say uh but deep finesse is a computer program that's uh that helps people with the the play of the cards part of the game um, and it's just like an analyzer. So when like back in my birthday, Steve Finesse became my username for a couple of things. Like uh, I think mostly gaming handles. Uh, like it carried into Magic. I was Deep Finesse when I played Magic, uh, like online. And now I'm uh, <laughs> Deep Finesse on Arena. <laughs> nice. Didn't know that. Yeah, that's cool. Ah, well done. That is the what are we calling it the quick fire ab game i think we all learned a lot there mostly around milk in cornflakes protocol uh, and then a surprising number of uh, questions uh like sort of baiting me to um to well, uh, I, I lost a word uh to insult chris bizon <laughs> 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 um, a surprising number of traps to divide me and I think is uh... <laughs> that wasn't intended that oh, wasn't intended okay <laughs> fair to on air takes no responsibility of that uh, cool uh, right I, th I think we've covered most stuff super have you got anything else you wanted to discuss um, I have one last question for Deep Finesse. So um, let's say somebody approach, approached you and asked, Deep Finesse, how do I become the, one of the best players uh, in the world of Terramistica? And you were to give them a, one single tip, hint, what would you say? Good question. One tip, one sentence, or one word. This, this is hard. Uh, well, no, maybe not that hard. Uh, I'd say just seek out games against uh, the good players and uh, and just repeatedly play them. And yeah. And if I were to elaborate on uh, on that to a couple more words, it'd be like just uh, figure out like what goes right, what's go what goes right, what goes wrong. Uh, like what goes right in your game and their game, and then how, and, and then like what sort of strategies that they're using that uh, that you weren't expecting, uh, that type of stuff. Nice. Okay. Note it. Note it. 
<laughs> do you watch? Do you watch a lot of replays of games of other of other players? Uh, I I do a lot more recently uh, because uh, I'm on a camping trip. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, like especially the early like uh, I think especially tournament settings where you know. You know that every player is gonna like give it an extra little bit, like think through an extra, think a couple moves deeper, and really push at it. Uh, I think that's uh, that's where the a lot of you know the instructive aspects of watching. Whereas you know, like when I'm playing arena, sometimes it's uh, like 7 p.m. after workday, and I'm like about to fall asleep. But I'm like, oh, but I need my Terra Mystica fix up today, so I just log on to arena and I play a game. I just go click, click, click. And those games, they're like, ah, kind of. <laughs> like, if you happen to catch up these games and you're like, oh, like, what is this guy doing? My God, he's wasting my time. But <laughs> yeah, but for the, like, a Premier League game, for example, or a Fire to Open game, you know, like, every, uh, you know, people are going to be, uh, they're going to give it an extra, extra effort. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, nice one. Well, yeah, I think that seems like a good place to leave it. Thank you very much for your time. It is great to have uh, the the yeah. real strong players come and talk. And it's really interesting to sort of, yeah, get a bit of an idea of how you think about things and your, yeah, your sort of approach to the game and where you're coming from. Very interesting. Um, yeah. And thanks as well for your time on the streams for your um your what's the word your uh efforts in the tuesday league as well because yeah you're obviously the sort of cream of that um yes very interesting thanks <laughs> thanks ej thanks super it was great it was great being here thanks a lot i'm not sure when this one will come out i need to edit it and it might be before christmas it might be after christmas happy christmas everyone or happy new year or whatever <laughs> happy new year and the next happy new christmas and happy new year the next year just in case fully everyone's got holidays so happy holidays happy holidays sure indeed uh yeah really nice talking to you uh i i'll speak to you guys at some point soon probably sounds good yep see you later see ya bye have a good one <laughs>